Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're having a great show, and uh, it, it's uh, it's rolling by. We're coming up on 29 minutes past the hour, and if you have to be somebody, uh, somewhere with somebody at the bottom of the hour, uh, you better be there. Uh, time rolls by. I wish we could do this three hours a day, every day, but we're coming up on our last half hour of this show. And we have been on the road. Today's Real Presence Live is brought to you in part by Country Kitchen. I just interviewed Marlo Nelson at Country Kitchen. They say, we believe all we have is a gift from God. The business, our employees, our customers is a gift from God. That's a good thought for us today. Whatever we, whatever we have in our life, whatever we go through in our life is a gift. Mother Teresa used to say that often. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, it's, it's in our lives and let's call it a gift, uh, and if it's bad, we will uh, find our faith and comfort of it, and, and it's good, uh, we'll remember uh, the bad times. A famous saint said in the good times, remember the bad times, and the bad times, remember the good times, and your life will be very, very balanced. So. Uh, it's it's great to, to be here. We're, we're outside. These are uh, great summer days. Don't let this summer pass you by. We we all had the, the tough winter, so let's enjoy the middle of July. And uh, I now want to welcome Mike Kudrowski, uh, Real Presence Radio Advancement Director. He's here at the, the, the table. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Monsignor. Thank you for uh, hosting the show this thanks, uh, thanks morning. Thanks for setting up the tent. Absolutely. Uh, uh, getting the wiring it's, done. It's a beautiful morning. And this, as you mentioned, these are the days we dream about it's, in February. It's it's a great day to have a great day, and it's a great day to listen to Real Presence Radio. Uh, let's talk about uh, your work as an advancement uh, director. What are, what are some of the things you do? Yes, Monsignor, thank you. Uh, uh, as an advancement director, or director of advancement, uh, I uh, uh, manage staff uh, in charge of uh, relationship building and uh, fundraising. We are 100% listener supported, so uh, uh, it uh, uh, behooves us to uh, build those relationships uh, with our listeners and uh, tell them the story. And uh, we hope that they uh, uh, feel inclined to support our mission, which is uh, to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the upper Midwest. In this segment, Michael, we're going uh, to talk about uh, legacy. Uh, we mm-hmm. call this segment uh, Heart of Your Legacy, mm-hmm. uh, where the name suggests we... We take a look at the heart of giving and how we can create a lasting legacy. Tell me about heart of your legacy. Yes, when we refer to heart, Monsignor, we refer to uh, love. And uh, when it comes to the heart of your legacy, uh, people uh, do uh, uh, leave a legacy because they love someone. They either love their family, they love their church. And uh, planned giving is simply... Uh, an effort to take the time to plan your estate. Now, we had this this discussion uh, eight years ago, Monsignor. I, I found my notes from October no 2011. Kidding. We had this talk, and there's been a change. Uh, last time, eight years ago, we talked about leaving a legacy at the end of your life. Now, the trend in planned giving is for folks to uh, distribute their assets um, before they pass on. That way, they see their money at work. They see their assets at work, whether that be a gift to their children or a gift to, to, to the church or their favorite charity or ministry. They get to enjoy seeing their uh, uh, hard work at work doing what they love or supporting who they love. And they get to experience, Monsignor, 
and I've I, I've seen this over the years, the joy of giving. I have to say, and we know, uh, that you're not here to, to give professional advice. Uh, right. Michael Kedrowski is not giving professional advice. You always talk to your professionals wherever they are in your life, your attorney or your accountant, uh, and That's your right. family as well. But uh, why, is, why is planned giving so important but what's the important of planned giving uh, versus just kind of like you know taking life as it comes yes uh, exactly planned giving is uh, an effort to take some time folks now people uh, in their phases of life uh, accumulate their assets their wealth over 40 years of hard work and labor and then there's about 10 years of the conservation of those assets. And then uh, Monsignor people usually take maybe two hours then on planning the distribution of those assets. And then we are encouraging, and again, we, we, we can't give uh, financial or uh, legal advice, but uh, we speak in general terms, but we do get into the specifics sometimes. But what we encourage here in plan giving is taking the time to plan out the distribution of your assets. And again, that uh, your assets that you've accumulated over the years will go three places. It will go either to family and friends, it will go to charity or it will go to the federal government in taxes. Now, we as gift planners want to help you give more to charity and to your family and less to the federal government in taxes. Uh, I think uh, I would agree with that. That, sound, that sounds good to me. And, and remember, the government knows you have it uh, as well. Uh, oh, absolutely. The, the absolutely. The government knows you have your money. We're talking about planned giving here with, with Michael Kudrowski and how that uh, can uh, really uh, ch- change your, your, your life. What are the, uh, tell us about the different forms. When it comes to planned giving, uh, without getting too technical, because uh, I get woozy quickly on this. I understand. Uh, uh, yeah, wh- you've wh- told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, when it's insurance talk and yeah. uh, when I talk to my accountant and all, all this. So, so what are the different forms of planned giving? Certainly. Now, uh, when you think of uh, a planned gift, you know, there's those gifts that you plan today that come later, like a a gift uh, uh, in your will to your charity or to your church. Sure. That's number one. Uh, A second, uh, giving it while you're living, that can be as simple as planning a gift of stock. A gift of stock is a great gift, especially appreciated stock, because when you give that type of gift, you get the stepped-up basis, you get the full value deduction of that stock, and you don't have to pay capital gains on the gain. Marvelous. Okay. Got it. And uh, recently, oh, in the last, it's been uh, two, three years now, the federal government has uh, approved permanently the IRA rollover to charities. Now, that's just, that's just simple to understand. If you have an IRA, you can simply talk to your broker and roll over up to $100,000 a year to charity, and you don't have to claim that as income, and you get the required uh, a minimal withdrawal credit for that. So it's simply, uh, in estate planning, an IRA is what we call a, a 
bad asset. That means that somebody's going to pay tax on that. But an IRA rollover opportunity, you simply just roll that over to charity. You don't pay tax on it. Um, let's talk about age. Um, it, would, it would seem to me, and this is probably not correct, but that plan giving is something that you do later in life. Mm-hmm. Plan giving is something you do in the autumn years of your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not wrong, but um, this can be taken at any age. Or when's a good time to begin planned giving? Giving well, well planning can begin especially early on when you have uh, young children. For example, you have to uh, uh, in, in your will you have to you ought to name the guardian of those children, uh, and then as we accumulate the uh, your estate your assets. In your, your retirement years, that is a key time to uh, really recognize how God has blessed you over the years and then make some decisions. You talk to your spouse, you talk to your uh, attorney, your financial advisor, maybe your life underwriter, and you start talking about your plan of, how, of distribution. And that oftentimes... Uh, happens during the uh, your your retirement age uh, uh, folks so uh, but uh, as far as uh, your plan for your children uh, and when should that happen when do you distribute assets to your children that depends you know uh, on their responsibility some are responsible at age 25 some not until 75 but uh, uh, you have to take that into consideration as well. Monsignor Schumacher here, Real Presence Live. We're live from Country Kitchen in Dickinson, North Dakota. I thank all of our listeners because, as Michael just said, this radio station is 100% supported by our listeners. Thank you. I hope you're having a good start to your day. Michael Kidrowski is, uh, is, my, is my guest, and uh, he is uh, currently the Real Presence Radio Advancement Director. Uh, we're talking about heart of your legacy. We know that all giving comes from the heart, and we know that people most they give to people and these relationships are, are are developed but another thing we've spoken about before michael and i want to get this in is is the transfer of wealth that we're seeing in our country right now yeah. uh we we are we are we are uh, in i think the the greatest transfer of wealth that our country has ever seen i don't know possibly will ever see T- tell us about that certainly uh the baby boomer uh generation is now age 54 to 74 and they have accumulated wealth like uh, never before in, in, in our history. And I've researched, I've seen this wealth transfer uh, data since 2002. So I've been tracking it. And I've just last night read two sources that give uh, an estimated $59 trillion will transfer in the next years from this generation to the next that's about one trillion dollars a year now this is a call to action to nonprofits, uh real presence radio of course this is a call to action because we have to make a plan we have to establish a plan for that uh transfer of wealth and of that 59 trillion there's an estimated 20 Five twenty-nine trillion dollars that will be given to charity. So we have to be uh, a cognizant of that and just continue to build relationships with folks and help them plan 
for their uh, distribution of their estates. We and visited about it's it's amazing to to, to think about that mm-hmm. the, that fifty nine trillion will 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 uh, transfer in the next fifty years, mm-hmm. twenty five to thirty of that to charity. Mm-hmm. It's it's mind boggling. We're talking trillion right in the right. next fifty years. Right. And how is all that earned by capitalism? By capitalism, yes. By capitalism. And uh, also, it's good to note that only of that wealth, only 3% is cash. The rest is invested in retirement plans, real estate, stocks, bonds, that sort of thing. So we really do have to uh, continue to build relationships and continue to help people make sure that the legacy that they leave is what they really want. That is something to think about, Michael. Anything else you want to say before we uh, move on to my next guest? I re- it's a beautiful day out here, and th- thanks for setting me up. You're my yeah. one of my parishioners at St. Wenceslas. Yes, and, yes, indeed. Uh, and you and uh, Kathy, and you, you can even read when a reader doesn't show up. Yes, you're, indeed. You're bulletproof in that regard. <laughs> yes. Well, I, would, I just want to extend a heartfelt thank you to all our supporters. Uh, it, you are very generous and uh, Please, please understand that we do appreciate you. We are good stewards of your gifts, believe me. And uh, please continue to uh, help us along. Thank you, Michael.